Juanen Juanen. Two idiots are reading the SCP files of the Unicom. Yabba dabba doo. Hello and welcome back to Discovering SCP. We are back. It is episode 114. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> 114 episodes, too many. There shouldn't have been any? What? Yeah, there should not have been a single episode. This podcast never should have existed. Because <laughs> I've mistake. heard that there's a much better podcast with a similar premise. Impossible. Um, if only we had uh, a host from that podcast here to give us some we perspective. Perhaps he could improve our own podcast. He or she, that is. We don't know, so it's pointless to speculate. Are you sure? What, what do I see there in the distance coming closer? Oh my god, what speed? is that silhouette? <laughs> Break! Wait, what did you say? Is is that that I'm here, po- I'm breaking in! Oh my oh, god, shit. is that famous podcaster, Gregory Corpin? OMG, <laughs> guys, I'm so nervous. How do I look, Tan? Bad. Oh, fuck. Hello, welcome to the podcast, the bit's over. Yes, welcome. <laughs> so, uh, Gregory, you are not only an SCP author, but you are also a fellow... I think you're the first guest we've had on that's also a podcast host. Like, I know Cactus had Cactus Cast, but he wasn't doing it anymore when we had him on. So I sure, think, yeah. I think you're the first official other podcaster. Didn't, so we have have Didn't we have who? Round Does the house? your cast? Your cast has like six episodes. That's like still know. counts. It but it's impact on the culture cannot be understated. If your cast had an episode every week, or even like every two weeks, we would all be out of business. But they don't because they never <laughs> up, So we're fine. We made sure of that. <laughs> yeah, we poisoned Plague PJB or whatever his name is. But yes, that tell was us, his name. Yes, <laughs> tell us about yourself, Gregory. Tell us what you're known for. Tell us about your awesome podcast. Give us the load. Who the hell are you? What am I known for? You know, it's funny. When I first started writing on the wiki, I was mostly known for, like, people thought I was a sarcasm author, and I had only written, like, a couple of sarcic articles. And still, I get people saying that all the time, and it's so funny to me. And it's just because I like that as a subject, but I barely write it. Um, <laughs> I'm I wrote, be like, real. I also thought you were a sarcic right. author because you talked Oh, a lot of people so do. Much. I mean, I eventually kind of leaned into it and did a few things for one of the canons that's all Sarkic. But, like, I've written 73 pages on the wiki, and I think four or five of them have the word Sarkic in them. Oh, wow. um, because my I started off doing, like, a series of kind of, like, you know, uh, gothic horror-type stuff. Um, and I really still like it, and I'm, I'm going to finish it, but um, it's... It, it's grown quite long in the tooth. But uh, eventually, uh, and about a year and a half ago, I started writing a lot of very different sorts of things, which were the Vikander Need stuff, which is kind of yes. irreverent and uh, subversive and uh, intentionally fucking with the reader. And I don't. It's know always much. got social commentary, but... I don't know much about Vikander Need other than I think it has something to do with a fake company and people go nuts for it. So you're doing something right. Because pe- bitches love Vikander Need. I hear about it all the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm really quite uh, touched that people have responded to it. Because uh, I like, really like writing it. Because mostly I just write articles that I think are funny or weird. Mm-hmm. And then when I write them, I often write them in a very like trance like state <laughs> I, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about like when you're in the writing zone and you enter the fuse yep. state for two hours and you're like what has happened mm-hmm. oh my god other articles i will have like plans I, you know on my podcast with harry he made fun of me because i always do outlines but not for vikander need stuff i just sort of i have a vague idea and then i just kind of vomited onto the page and then go back and try to revise it a little. You channel the um, ancient Vikander <coughs> inside of you. That's right. Yeah, so it's very media-focused, but really I only chose that because that was a good window to talk about shit. So I you know, I figured, oh, I could make a radio show or a, vi- or a podcast or a... Um, For a second I thought a... you said Vine. I was like, I don't think you can Or Vine, Vine, yeah. Uh, I almost did say Vine and then, you know... I meant like YouTube channel or something in the article in the fictional universe where I could then talk like almost all of the articles have like the shortest description and comprox possible because I don't care about that. I just care about getting to the content of whatever this weird media is that Vikander Need made this time. Uh, and usually it's it's pretty commonly like a social commentary thing. Um, 
whether it's about the wiki or it's about some wider subject, but I never, I try never to be transparent about it. Like, if you pay attention and read the articles, you should probably be able to put together, you know, the clues of what I'm talking about. But people have gotten really, because I've been so mysterious about it, people have latched onto it in a lot of ways. Like, I get a lot of questions about, like, well, is there a Vikander or, or a need? And normally my comment is, no comment. Um, I've noticed that in writing too. Like when you leave things just open ended enough mm-hmm. that there are mysteries, people love to theorize and like yep. come up with ideas. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, you get a lot of traction because people in the SD yep. Wiki, I think, really love that interactive nature to the community where it's like people can add things as they want and there's like no canon, canon technically, but people have their own sure. canons. Um, it's very, yeah. very interesting. Like, I recently, like, in the last few months, started doing, like, a role-play Twitter account with the Vikander Need stuff. Yeah, I saw uh, that. Just, that. It's been going a little semi-viral in the community. Yeah, I really, it's so much fun. Like, especially on days where, because I just started working again, mm-hmm. and I'm really, really busy. And so on days where it's like, I don't really have time to write, like, an article. What if I just thought about a weird tweet I could send out? And um, So true. They're so much fun because it's just weird, wacky, semi-corporate PR stuff, but with like a twist, usually. And uh, somebody asked me recently, I'm like, well, are those canon? And I'm like, yeah, they're canon as much as you can trust anything Vicander Needs does, which is you can't. <laughs> Anytime something is of dubious canon, I like to approach uh, the FGO rule, which is it's all canon unless it directly uh, fucks with something that already exists in like the more set up medium. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so the last thing I'll bother you with before we get into reading the articles slash articles is you mentioned you had a podcast with Harry. Why don't oh, yes. you tell our audience a little bit about that? What it's called? No what you way guys do. the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so we have, <laughs> we have a semi-weekly, you know, I try to get it out weekly, but real life gets in the way, a podcast called Simply Creative People. You'll notice the SCP uh, oh. acronym there. And it's, you know, it's mostly been, sur- you know, we, we knew and had, I had listened to quite a few of your episodes, so I didn't want to follow the formatting you guys had done. And so the idea was to have uh, fairly informative, but very conversational. So we don't do a lot of readings. Well, instead, what we do, although I have done a few, for, especially for very funny ones, but right now we're focused on GUIs, groups of interest, but just because that was an easy thing to kind of collate. Um... And what we'll do is we'll decide on a theme and then we'll come up with a, you know, series of six to ten articles that we think people should read. And honestly, I'm not going to be tra- I'm not going to be a- opaque about it. I think people should go and upload these things because I think they're so good. And we do famous ones, but we also do very like obscure ones. And Harry and I and usually a guest, sometimes two guests, will just talk, you know, at length about what those articles mean to us and why we think it's funny or weird or strange or scary. Uh, we just did Parawatch with Lord Stonefish and another oh, author so named good. T. I, I love, I love uh, Parawatch and I also love T. Staffer. We had uh, her on. She was great. She is Stonefish. great. Yeah, it's a very <laughs> no, funny episode. I love episode. Stonefish too. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I got lost. <clears throat> no, T. Staffer will be very pleased that she was the one that you cared about more. That you hated. I, I hate actually Lord Stonefish. No, I love Stonefish. I love them both, but I remember <laughs> T Staffer more because she's also done like one shots with us on our channel. Like we did Honey Eyes mm. with her. Nice. But yeah, so the show, you know, is is meant to be has always been meant to be kind of gathering together new and old fans. So uh, my goal from the very beginning has been to make something that established authors would enjoy listening to, but also people that have, you know, no experience with the wiki. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, Aiko has said that she's played it for her mother several times, and her mother liked it, and I was like, oh my god, thank you so much. Um, That's that's honestly a good thing, because I've shown my dad this podcast, and he fucking hates it. He's like, I have no clue what's going on. He loves loves our gaming videos, though. But my no, dad is not bothered to read anything I've written or listen to the podcast. So I, don't feel. I don't even think Tan's parents know he has a YouTube or is like a famous <laughs> internet writer. I don't think they know anything about his secret identity. Um, but uh, the way you describe yeah, it, it so, sounds like a. Oh, I'm so sorry. Continue. No, no, no. Go, go for it. 
I was going to say, the way you describe it, it sounds like kind of both a way to bridge on and off-site community, but it also kind of sounds like a bit of a love letter to the whole community oh, yeah. idea itself. And I, I think that's really cool. Yeah, so one of the only, like, so I'll make, like, outlines for the show because I'm very type A, but um, but I always make sure the guests know that this is just, like, a suggestion. We don't have to follow this like a script. I just want to cover these articles. And the and my only rule ever is, okay, if you have something, like, really negative to say about these articles, keep it to yourself. That's not what we're doing today. Um, you know... I don't necessarily love every single article we've covered, but I have always been like, look, there's enough, right. you know, legitimate and illegitimate criticism on the wiki and off the wiki. And, you know, that's not what it's there for. We're there really to genuinely positively showcase shit that maybe would have gotten lost. You know, there's a lot of people that have emailed or, or, or messaged me on Twitter and been like, well, I didn't even fucking know that. Wondertainment wasn't interesting. I just thought it was goofy Willy Wonka. And it's like, well, it is, but it's also this other thing. Um, and, and it's been really very validating to get a lot of people to listen. And we're always trying to get more, you know, more listeners, obviously. Um, because, yeah, it's like you said, it's it's really a, a love letter. And it's also a way to try to curate, you know, to get people to realize that, yeah, there might be 20,000 articles or whatever the fuck it is now. But you know, there are lots of ones that should be looked at. And if we can, because I always thought when I first started reading it, God, I wish somebody could just sit there and tell me, here's the five articles in, you know, GOC you should read. Or here's, you know. Right, mm -hmm. yeah. And, yeah, because and I think, I think, because I tried to tell someone before about, like, writing SCPs, like, someone who's not, like, you know, in the on or offside community, just, like, a person I know who's mm -hmm. vaguely aware. And they're like, wow, you've written an SCP. And I was like, yeah, but so have, like, a three billion other other people. Yeah. And also mine didn't yeah. even stay up. So don't worry about it. Um, no, I, I know I said that was our last question for you before we read, but I have just one quick one, if you can answer it very quickly, and then we should probably start uh -huh. reading. Uh, is Vikander Need in competition with uh, Dr. Wondertainment? No, I'm curious since you brought him up. Are they like, uh, like no? Like they're rivals? very different. Oh, okay. No, they don't. They don't no, occupy no, no. the same market share, so they don't have. No, yeah, yeah. They wouldn't even be looking at the same demographics. I have just started. Uh, I had I did a collaboration with Ip, uh, doing a crossover Vikander Need with Dotto, and I've decided that I'm going to start doing more crossovers with the established because up until now I haven't done any, mm -hmm. uh, and that one was so fun and it did so well that I thought. You know, let's get 682 in there. Let's get Wondertainment in there. <laughs> nice. All right. But without further ado, it's been like, what, fucking almost 13 minutes? Tantoni. Oh, my goodness. Another freaking article in here. Okay. We, well, uh, we have one, two articles for today. So it's good I didn't pick like three. Yeah. We'll try to get through both of them. Yeah, that went long, but I'm honestly glad it did. I like hearing, I like when our guests, I would rather our guests be more talkative than like too quiet. Well, don't worry about that with me. Hell yeah. <laughs> right, okay, to begin with, we have SCP-5889. Yes. Amnestic by, of course, Gregory Carpin. Holy shit, and... Gregory Carpin writes SCP? No, I'm kidding. Well, to be fair, it's not just me. It's all, it, was a co it was a collaboration oh. with Dizidra. Sorry, I was not aware. <laughs> okay. I can't well, believe you would try to erase credit from Dizidra. This is why <laughs> you need to be on this podcast. I'm sorry? Um, I mean, <laughs> let's get reading. Well, you can't do this to me. <laughs> I started this company. <laughs> oh my god, is this the episode where it all falls apart? I've, I'm cursed. <laughs> no, well, it's just it. a reference to Spider-Man. I know. Notice oh, from the Foundation Records and Information Security Administration. Rise. The audio data transcribed within this file constitutes a Class A memetic cognitive hazard. Can't wait to listen. Review of this file is limited to those individuals with high resistance memetic anomalies or having undergone extensive memetic inoculation. You've been warned. Maria Jones, right to write it. Dan, I assume you're it... up to date on your uh, mental shots. Why is it always Maria Jones? I'll ask you, Gregory. Every she's the only person that works always... She's because the only person the only... in the department. No, I mean, I, I think okay A, because it's the only person that's really been ever mentioned with Ryza, but Ooh. also I think it's, like, it makes sense that the warning might be issued by somebody in authority. No, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make an article that Johnny has Ryza notice. And... Ryza. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, and then do that. Fucking damn it, you beat me in my own punchline. I hate you, Tam. <laughs> Whoa, why is this map covered in poo-poo? Uh, America. Yeah, that's because it's America. That's right. Damn. 
Pint Item number E5889. Object class Kater. Site responsible, Site 43. Director, Alan J. McInnes. Research head, Dr. Lillian S. Lillehammer. Sign task force, MTF Kappa 43. Can I just say I love we the have... name Lillehammer? That sounds like a Pokemon attack. I was going to say uh... it's not like a Pokemon. <laughs> you can think that's one of Harry's established characters, so it was kind of an Easter egg. Thank you, Harry. We have it's a distribution of recorded SCP instances here. That's a lot a of lots in going Montana. on in the middle. <laughs> uh oh, stinky! Special containment procedures: individuals affected by instances of the SCP are to be administered Class A amnestics. Due to this treatment being only partially effective, individuals are to be digitally monitored by IO Metatron. Signs of psychological instability and or threats to the veil. Oh no. Institutionalization in a Foundation-operated psychological treatment facility is to be initiated only if the affected individual shows signs of potential veil-breaching communications. Oh, it's Metatron! I thought it was Metaton, like, from Undertale. I was like, why is he in here? <laughs> 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 Previous special containment procedures... <laughs> Involved the mandatory institutionalization of all affected individuals. However, after observation revealed no lingering effect to multiple subjects, and given the advancements in AI technology in recent years, remote monitoring has been deemed a more cost-effective and ethical solution. Go to, go to any halfway house where this is broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want to see the, the holder of media, please. She'll make a face of utter disgust. Alright, so I'm going to guess, based on the containment procedures, that it's some kind of radio broadcast helped by this map that reckon, uh, mentions recording instances of anomalous broadcasts. And I'm assuming that it has some sort of mimetic effect or something to do with your mind based on the whole signs of psychological instability. So I'm going to say, uh, generically, and I'm probably wrong, is a broadcast that makes you go cuckoo crazy. And I'm going to wonder if it has anything to do with Max Headroom. And I will lock that in. <laughs> okay, that's very specific, specific last bit to lock in, but uh, I'll trust your instincts. Well, you know, that's like the famous, like, funny bot broadcast. Yeah, I feel when like. he interrupted Doctor Who. <laughs> Can't believe this! That's Sam's favourite show, you know! Forgive Max Headroom. Sorry, SCP-5889 is memetic cognito hazard. It takes the form of broadcasts originating from a radio station self-designated as EKTM 66.3. Believed to be subsidiary of Vikanda needs technical media. He might have So I, I, that's another people. question I had. Mm -hmm. Okay, never mind. Never mind. It's Vikander <laughs> need technical media because the names need. I kept thinking N. I was like, where's the N in the acronym? No, it's V K. <laughs> you need technical media. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I was always. I was literally going to ask you that the first time it came up because I was like, where's the N in this acronym? And that, that was just fucking. Stupid. So it's like the need name. Yeah, I, I get you. I get you. The illustrious need family. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Oh, I needed that. Individuals who hear instances of the SCP are immediately affected in two ways by the mimetic nature of the anomaly. Affected individuals report irrational terror and distress. After an instance ceases, affected individuals are unable to remember the content of the broadcast, but retain memories of the emotional duress suffered, even after multiple courses of domestic treatment. <laughs> what is this, international news? I say, smugging smirk at the camera. Smugly, smugging? Smugly, well done. smugly. As of his writing, instances of the SCP have only occurred within the continental United States. The occurrence of instances is unpredictable and lacks observable patterns. Frequently, the instance only occurs in the presence of solitary individuals. This was the case in over 85% of recorded instances. There have been no recorded instances affecting more than two individuals. It's currently fair as the instances are targeted, but the method by which individual victims are chosen is unclear. After being exposed to an instance of the SCP, an individual will often respond with fight-or-flight responses. Given the domestic properties of the SCP, affected individuals are unable to locate the offending stimulus, increasing their panic and the irrationality of their actions. This can be particularly dangerous and disruptive if the affected individual is driving when exposure to the instance occurs. Incidents of violence are relatively rare, but individuals affected are often found to take hazardous actions and attempt to escape the cause of their terror. Wait, so it mentions while driving. Is this like it can be broadcast over the radio, too? I assumed it was a TV thing. It's a radio broadcast, it says. Oh, that, I'm literally so, stupid. You're right. It, it, yeah, it's a radio station. <laughs> okay, I don't know why Max Headroom was involved in my guest then. Sorry, I'm out of it know. today. Well, maybe you'll recognize his voice. <laughs> Perhaps I'm mentally... <laughs> Yeah, his famous voice. His iconic voice. <laughs> it's me, Max. Ba, 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 
<laughs> oh my god, it sounds just like him. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> go insane mode. It's actually just Hamilton saying go insane mode over the radio. <laughs> Self-identified designation as VKTM 66.3. <laughs> this ain't your grandma's radio show. That's a hundred percent what I was trying to evoke. Yes. The <laughs> broadcast has not been discovered. No origination of radio waves has been identified. The method by which a signal is transmitted is unknown. That addendum goes way, way longer than I thought it would. I opened that shit up. Oh, it's the it. entire point of the article. Everything else is just lead up. I never <laughs> trust that collapsible. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So uh, I'll, I'll take over the in-between parts, and we can dole out script as needed so you can rest yes. your precious little voice. Tamer. Do you want to be the... Oh, okay. <laughs> the first, I think Gregory should be radio personality. Yeah, I feel all like right. you know what you're going for here. The first recorded instance of SCP-5889 occurred in the Colorado town of Crested Butt on 14 November 1959. Butte! Oh, Crested Butte on 14 November. Did you say Crested Butt? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Colorado. Hello, beauteous buttes. This is Kilimanjaro and the Duke with your Saturday evening dementia radio hour. Got anything to add, Dukey? The sound of metal scraping and squealing as it tears is heard for the next 30 seconds. The frequency and pitch were such that glass reportedly cracked within five miles of the downtown Crested Butte area. Now don't that just beat all. Folks, I never feel more alive than when Duke is pontificating. Airborne sound effect is heard. (laughs) Oh, hot damn! We got ourselves a request for a shout-out to one of our listeners. Amy Kling, we sure hope you hear us, because we've got a message from someone special. Your mother wants you to know she's fine. She's doing well, and you don't have to worry. She wanted that to keep you updated. So menacing. <laughs> well, she wanted to keep you updated about the rat that broke in and been giving her trouble. He started nibbling down by her toes, and she thinks he likes her, because he's been going hogwide down there for the last hour. <laughs> <laughs> the maggots crawled through her left eye yesterday, but she's still got the right eye, and hell, not much to see down there anyway. Anyway, Amy, your mama, excuse me, anyway, Amy, your mama just wanted you to know that she's liquefying right according to schedule, and she can't wait to see you next week. More metal shrieking noises. Good point, Duke. It's time for the what? An instance of SCP-5889 was recorded on the 26th of January, 1961 in Macon, Georgia, and represents an excerpt of a date between two academics. A date, you mean? Uh, What? You said dates. An excerpt of a debate. No, I said debate. You said dates. These two are gaslighting me. Anomalous playback what I said the first time. And represents an excerpt of a date between two academics. Um, anyway. Play it back, Anomalous. Do as he says. Who wants to be Professor Keller? Who wants to be Dr. Irving Waits? I'll be Professor Keller. Do you mind being Irving Waits, uh, Gregory? No, no, that's great. All right. Help me grab my labels. I have a character in mind. (laughs) See, that's not what I mean. I'm talking about control. We all walk around with this obsessive need to keep a vast grip on every aspect of our lives. We should let some things go. So, what? Sacrifice my independence? No, thank you. Free will is pretty goddamn important to me. I'm not talking about being a slave to them. I'm saying you don't need to decide every single aspect in your life to be happy. True. There's no such thing as determinism. Take free things out of your daily activities and let them decide for you. I guarantee you'll be happier. I, what sort of things? Well, for example, your finances, your voting, and whether or not you go to church that week. Small things. See, that doesn't sound great to me. They're lizards, not people after all. Nonsense. Reptiles have been evolving and surviving longer than humanity has been breaking rocks. The wisdom of the reptilian elites, of which I am blessed to claim a part of, is something ancient and mystical. You can literally learn more listening to a lizard in an hour than you would in a full day at a university. It's hard to walk around with a gecko balanced on your shoulder, but (laughs) you get used to the stairs. It's not even lizard people, it's just like lizards. That's right. I love that. (laughs) Recorded on 18th of April, 1972, this SCP-5889 instance occurred in the area of the Rogue River Valley, Oregon. Uh, I'll do this one. Sorry to interrupt our normally scheduled program, folks, but we have some breaking news. 
Reporters here at VKTM.66, I'm sorry, 66.3 have uncovered the real reason that President John F. Kennedy's assassination. He was a stupid fucking capitalist asshole who was friends with mobsters and illustrated everything most corrupt of this country. We shot him in the head twice. His wife picked up the part of his brains because she was an embodiment of women's subservience to the patriarchy in this nation. National goddamn TV and his brains were all over the trunk of that car. And for what? To serve as a warning. Panicked murmuring can be heard for roughly eight seconds. You hear that? That's the sound of your pathetic misconceptions about homosexuality, about race, about gender, about socialism, about education. Someone should kick you in the brain, Mike. Yeah, you, Michael Sinclair, 4543 <laughs> Rosewater Drive, Grants, Oregon, Grants Pass, Oregon, zip code 95726. Oh That's an interesting argument, Michael Sinclair, however. <laughs> <laughs> someone should kick you in the brain maybe your wife would pick up the little pieces but I doubt it with the way that you speak to her like she's property damn panic murmuring can be heard for roughly 12 seconds guess what you don't matter at all to America this country is going to kill you and it's going to refuse to offer treatment along the way and when your brain is kicked in bet you'll be wishing the socialist agenda would stick its nose in your business and pay all them for all them surgeries so you don't end up a goddamn vegetable we now return you to the regularly scheduled program of Dolly Stixer Corner. But from all of us at VKTM 66.3, I'd like to wish the corpse of JFK a merry fuck you. Fuck you too, Mike. And also, a uh, quick note, there were two footnotes. One that mm -hmm. says that was the first time that the radio station was mentioned during an instance. Uh, and then there was one that said, even though he didn't remember the events, Michael moved away two months after that. <laughs> Uh, an instance of SCP-5889 occurred on the 3rd of July, 1987, in San Diego, California, exactly at midnight. All right, this, you, you do this one, Tan. Yeah, sure. Usually we here at VKDM 66.3 like to sign off on a message. Why is it between Texas? I didn't even start as Texas. You're in California. You should sound more like Valley. No, it's San Diego. There's no valley nearby. <laughs> Usually we hear a VKTM 66... I tried to get it, just became... Somebody just just six, get rid of the British accent, three. I say. Like to, like to sign off on a message of positivity. We just can't do that today. Today is the day they won. Today is the day they finally broke down the doors of the Gubert's Noral Museum in Sacramento. Ma mansion. That's what I said. He said museum. I said mansion, I meant mansion. In Sacramento, and dragged out our beloved Governor Duke Bajand. Indecipherable chanting begins in the background. Those dirty Satanist pigs pulled the Governor out into the streets, and they forced him to drink goat's blood and take the Dark Lord's sacrament. And you know what that means? You know what that means? Christianity is now forbidden by law. It's in the state constitution. Chanting gets louder, but is not in any recognizable language. So, throw away your Bibles, and let's gather up the pastors and nuns and priests and imams and rabbis, because they only get two choices. Convert or die. Boy, those conservative Christian types warned us about ungodliness, and we just didn't listen. If only we had listened. Chanting grows quieter and then fades out entirely. This concludes our scheduled programming, and we'll see you tomorrow for Kilimanjaro and the Duke at 6 a.m. sharp. 30 seconds of silence. Praise the Dark Lord! <laughs> uh, an instance of SCP-5889 occurred on the 27th of May, 2002, in Beaumont, Indiana. It was an excerpt of the morning show previously recorded by Kilimanjaro and the Duke, two radio personalities employed by VKTM 66.3. So by that, you mean, like, okay. how radios sometimes, like, replay their bits they do as, like, ads? Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, I'll do this one. Hey there, we're back from commercial, and we got one hell of a scoop for our favorite listeners. Mary, Marjorie Scholl, the Marjorie itch you feel in your back, Marjorie, yeah, yeah. Marjorie Scholl, the itch you feel on your backside, they're spiders, and they just entered your cavities. I don't want to say which ones, because this is a family show, but I assume that's going to itch something fierce. <laughs> well, don't you worry. They're only inside you to lay some three to 4,000 eggs, and when they hatch, I'm sure they'll burrow right through your intestines. Lickety-split. 16 separate air horns are fired into the microphone for 12 seconds. You like Charlotte's Web just a little too much, Marjorie. Read more interesting books next time. So has they have they clarified in this article, like, did these broadcasts come true, or do they just cause panic to people, and they're just, like, nonsense? Uh, um, no comment. Mm, okay. 
An instance of SCP-5889 occurred on the 9th of August, 1997 in Miami, Florida. The recording represents an adult-themed late-night radio show. Oh, this isn't going to be like super NSFW, right? Uh, no, it's only like patterned that way, but there's actually no NSFW stuff. Okay, cool. Um, which one of you wants to be which? I don't want to be one of these. <laughs> Wait, right, which can, one do you I'll, want to do? I'll be I don't one want to be one of these. Uh, which do you but, uh, you should be Madeline. Why? Uh, I can do it's either one. Funny. All right. Do you want to what? be Dinesh and Grigory? Sure. Okay. Oh, hello there, you naughty listeners. You're listening to Late Night VKTM. For those of you that haven't tuned in before, my name is Mistress Madeline, and I can't wait to get to know you better. This is, like, actually extremely uncomfortable because I'm going to my friend's wedding and his fiancé's <laughs> name's Madeline, so, like... This is super weird. If you want to get to know little old me, what are you waiting for? Pick up your phone and pound in that number. A moaning sound is heard. Oh, that sound means we have someone on the line. What's your name, handsome? Hey, Maddie, it's Dinesh here. I've been a big fan for a long time. I I can't believe I got through to you. Hey there, Dinesh. I'm so glad you did get to me. Where are you calling from? I'm in my car, with the radio on. My wife's in the house, asleep in bed. She doesn't know I listen to you, but I do this every night. Oh, saucy. I love it when people tell me they sneak listen to me. Tell me about yourself. What do you do for a living? You gonna treat me right? Uh, well, um, I don't know. I just work in an office. That doesn't rule you out, sweetheart. When was your last promotion? Some time ago, to be honest. I tell my wife I'm doing well, but I don't want to lie to you. Well, I've got a task for you to do, so you're going to listen to your mistress right now. Understood? Yes, anything. So you're going to walk into your boss's office tomorrow at work, storm in. It doesn't matter what he's doing. Uh, what next? You're going to get down on your knees in front of him, then gaze up at him with puppy dog eyes, and you beg him. Um... Don't worry, you trust your mistress, don't you? So, you're on your knees and you're begging. You're begging for that boss to give you some sort of validation. It's gonna hurt your pride, but I'm worth it. Keep going. Throw in some tears. Tell him your baby's depending on you. Okay, um, anything for you? Ben, you stay on your knees, and you wait there till he gives you something, even if it's just a pat on the head. And then, I want you to say, thank you for fucking me, because that's what's happening every day you're in that dead-end job. Stay on your knees and crawl out of the office. Pathetic. Go back to your wife. Hey, no, I... Well, that was good for me. Next caller. And he got the promotion. (laughs) (laughs) And just like that, middle management. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> An instance of SCP-5889 occurred on the 14th of October, 2004, in Billings, Montana. The recording represents an excerpt of a call-in talk radio show. Oh, yes, I'll be Hartwell. Yeah. Hey, listeners, you're on with Veronica Hartwell. What the fuck is this voice? <laughs> we'll be the for the next two hours, and I want to hear from you. Are you having relationship problems? Maybe you're struggling with your life goals. Are you just struggling to get by? Call me up, we'll have a chat, and I'll pretend to listen like you matter. <laughs> just kidding, you. This is just North's mom. A man can be heard wailing on the recording, but the host does not acknowledge it. Let's open up the lines. Hi, you're live on VKTM with Veronica Hartwell. What's on your mind, my dear? Ten seconds pass without anyone speaking. The wailing increases in volume. Sorry about that, looks like the line went dead. Caller, please give us another rank. Let's go to the next listener. Hi, you're li- I'm live with VKTM 66.3. What do you want to discuss tonight? 20 seconds pass with no one speaking. The wailing is now so loud that when the host begins speaking, she has to raise her voice to be heard. Still, she does not acknowledge the wailing. Oh, okay then. Uh, maybe another caller. Hi, you're live on air with me, Veronica Hartwell. What can I help you with? 35 seconds of moaning can be heard. Then the moaning ceases. Is anyone out there? Can anyone hear me? The most recent noteworthy recording of an SCP-5889 event occurred on the 12th of February 2013 in Huntington, West Virginia. The instance was a 30-minute episode of a talk show about mental health hosted by Dr. Emily Goddard, Ph.D. I'll do Dr. Goddard. Do you want to be Glenn Glenn. or should I? I'll be Glenn, I guess. (laughs) Go for it. Okay, Glenn, let's get down to the core of the issue here. Your girlfriend is angry because you've invested so much of your identity in the myth of masculinity. 
Wait, you think men are a myth? Absolutely. We're all myths, Glenn. Humanity is a myth. You think you're a living, feeling, being, being with hum- emotions and history? Please. You're a corpse waiting to happen. And everyone around you is already dead. I'm not being figurative here. They're literally dead bodies. I don't understand. Your girlfriend? Dead. Your mom and dad? Dead. Your fifth grade sweetheart? Your math tutor in high school? Your boss? All dead. You ever hear of Cotard's delusion? No, what's that? Never mind. The point is that it's not a delusion. You're dead. They're dead. Nothing you can even, nothing you do even matters. You have as much tangible, tangible, Jesus, tangible impact on the world around you as a pile of dirt. Fuck. So the next time you're worried about saying the wrong thing or not quite understanding someone's reaction, just remember you're a walking bundle of decomposing matter and the soul, if it was ever real, left your body a long time ago. Fuck is basically the only sane thing any of us have to say about this existence. Thanks, Doc. You've really put things into perspective. No problem, Glenn. It's what I do. Got a real existentialist, nihilist-slash-nihilist-like bent to these, I've noticed. <laughs> um, I'm going to give this an upvote, because I thought it was fun. Um, I'm going to rate this one on our new rating scale of shit, middle, good. I'll give it a good. Uh, I like it. Um, I I will be the first to admit I'm not always the biggest fan of, like, nihilist existential themes just because I feel like those are very pervasive. But, you know, this is a really fun article. There's a lot of variety in the excerpts you include. I think it's a cool concept. And it's very interesting that it's not clear if these things are actually happening or not. Um, uh-huh. It kind of adds, like, another layer to it about, like, what could be going on deeper in. So I think it's it's a really good piece. And I'm glad it's on the wiki. So good job to you. And who did you say your co-writer was again? I'm sorry. Disadrin. Disadrin. You guys both did great on that. Uh, and Tan, thoughts. Thoughts from Tan Honey. I really liked it as well. It's, um, um, as you said, it's very much focused on the logs. So you get a really mm-hmm. good sense of character. And it, it, there's a natural sort of comedic bent to it that I think comes off very well, both in writing when we're reading out loud here. It's so funny. People have come to me about this article and said how creepy they thought it was and i'm so confused by that because it's, it's so clearly comedy. yeah like i've got I mean, multiple, some creepy flavor messages. into it but sure. it's very much of yeah. course it's a black it, feel, it feels thing, more but... like in the type of vein that like um i don't want to say scary movie because i've never watched scary movies so i don't know if that there's like bad no. stuff but you know what i mean where it's like it's, it's got the movie. horror aesthetic but it's like a comedy it's not like scary have you ever seen anything by alan resnick um, you I have, have to yes. tell me what's been by Alan Resnick. Resnick, and then I would be uh, able to answer you. So I, I think I showed you one of his things, Darnell. What, what did you It make? was the one, I can't, please he enter made, my home or something it was, I think, the one this, I showed there's, you. There's people in this house, he made The Children of the Mirror, I mean, along with other people. Um, he made Can I Enter? May that's I it, that's enter? what I showed it. That's what did I showed you? Darnell. I don't remember reading that. I might have shown it you. There's maybe a memory as I've created in my mind. Well, it can also be something that you did like years and years ago that has long since left my cranium. But uh, I don't know. But, but yeah. yeah, he's a big influence on the execution of these, if not the content. And his stuff is always sort of like otherworldly, but like in this very upsetting, but also very funny. Like, with almost all these articles, for victim articles, I am usually trying to aim for, like, uncomfortable oh. laughter. Oh, it's a victim! Mm. Uh. Well, it doesn't have to be. You but said A lot it. of people you, say... You, the, I the say proprietor it, yes. of VKTM, called victim, and that makes sense in the context of at least this one article. Right. It's canon in my head. And, and that was why I named it that. And then after that, I made it a full like GOI. Um, but with I this article, this was the first one. And this was just me going like this is John was like, ah, he had an idea about doing a thing that made it um made you so scared that you forgot what the thing was, but you remember the fear. And that's right. was all you know, and then he was like, Do you want to play with it? And I was like, Yeah. And then twenty four hours later I came back with him with the draft. And then Disadron wrote a couple of those entries and then I kind of made them all thematically similar um if a variety of different subjects nice and also i think i finally realized with the acronym what was throwing me off i think the vicander i kept thinking that was what vk was was vicander because uh, candor is so strong in there that makes um, sense yes 
Um, but yeah, that was good. And we're also, despite um, our longer than usual intro, we're only about 39 and a half minutes in. Do you think we have time for another 10 or would you rather us get to the common reading? Mike, a lot of these ones I have are fairly long, so if we start one, I don't think we'll be able to finish it by the hour mark. So I'll, I'll leave it up to you, Gregory. Do you have a shorter article? Do you mind if we have to stop partway through, or do you want us to just like do some Q&A with you for a bit before we do comment reading? Or maybe you can plug some stuff, talk about some of your process a little bit. Yeah, we can just do that. That's fine. Cool. So you mentioned that this was sort of, you were heavily inspired by Alan Resnick's type of stuff. And you got into mm-hmm. it, but like, when did you first start? Concept- <laughs> when did you first start like conceptualizing this VKTM? And like, did you see it becoming like one of the main things that you did, and like becoming as influential in the community as it has, at least from what I've seen, become? I don't really know. In the grand scheme, yeah, it's um, no, I didn't. Pl- I mean, when I first did this article with Disadron, I was just like, oh, it'd be fun to do weird radio broadcasts. And it was a totally different thing than I had done before. Before this, I'd only done a couple of articles that I thought were more comedy bent. And everything I write that's more comedy bent has got kind of a dark sense of humor to it, because Mm -hmm. why not? Um, And then this one just so quickly caught on. And I started thinking about, well, why couldn't we do other media stuff? What if this was a, you know, we've got all these anomalous companies uh, on the wiki, not all of them, but there are a few. Yeah. And why not one that why not one that is just talking about media? And then right after I had that thought, I had the thought of, and I'm never going to explain a single goddamn thing about. It. <laughs> so this was the first VKTM <laughs> article. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, yeah. And I got to say I kind of relate to that comedic bend i know you said that before vktm that wasn't something you did a lot but that's something i as a writer like to do too is i like to write in a bit of a funny tone um which i can appreciate um so yeah this is kind of blown up like you said and you've sort of been running with it but i noticed the creation of this was what a year and a half ago 29 january 2021 i think it was uh march of 2021 i think Oh, I, I don't know why this date says 29 Jan. Maybe that was like a... Update. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. You, oh, you know what? I'm thinking of when I made it into a GUI. But yeah, yeah so this first one was in January of 2021. Yeah. So uh, so in that time, how many Vikander need articles slash pieces of media have you guys created? Um, a lot, actually. Um, so let's see. Even though it's only been about a year and a half... Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven. So there's twenty-seven how you, articles. How do you um, write like you're running out of time? Of, well, not all of them are by me, although a lot wow. of them are. I would say I probably have done about half of them. Um, nice. they go very fast writing, um, because they're just sort of. You know, I just kind of like shake shit loose and just like right. one of them is uh, five, four, seven, nine is a documentary that follows around the watcher, the viewer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just my way of like taking a big fat shit on the idea of D class. And because one of the researchers is watching it. And so what the researcher sees is the last week of her life. And she doesn't remember any of it because she got anesthetized because something horrible happened. Uh and then I have one where it's like a human resources uh, instructional video for a corporate stuff. And then it's just little vignettes um, and fairly ridiculous and, and, and weird. Um, Dr. Sumerian has written one. Harry Blank has written several. Callie Bold has written one. Ip has written several. Uh, Plague, PJP, and Jay Dune both wrote one together. Um, I can't believe Plague PJP managed to write some after we fucking drugged him so he couldn't have Yurtcast with the other Yurtcast co-hosts. That's crazy. Well, you know, he's very, very creative and very underrated. Plague PJP is one of my favorites. Nice. Um, Yeah, that's pretty... And you mentioned the trance day, too, which probably... I I don't know if you like me, but like the trance day is when you do it all in one sitting, kind of. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and that's not how I write other stuff. Because the stuff that is very plot focused and character focused, you know, in terms of narrative structure, I will plan it out. I usually will spend several hours just thinking about it and then I'll plan it out and then I'll rearrange things, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Victim I will write uh, you know, in a couple of hours. Um 
even some of the longer ones, but most of them are about that length where they're not super long, but they're not short either. Um, because, you know, I just kind of go for it. And sometimes people say, like I did one that was a, a media literacy seminar held by Vikander Need, and they kidnap two uh, foundation researchers <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to, uh, to, to visit their, um, their seminar. And then all of the things that they see at the seminar are fucking horrifying and ridiculous. But then the shit that they're actually presenting in the seminar is like played very straight. And so, (laughs) you know, so I do a lot of weird, like on the hub, I say pretty clearly the only rule is you can't talk about the origins or why they're doing anything. But basically, as long as you're somewhere on the spectrum of unsettling horror versus comedy, and hopefully both, then you're going to get it right. So sort of like the central theme is sort of like playing this like really dark, heavy subject matter, but like the the company framing it in a very straightforward corporate way. Yes. Yes. Yeah, very. So the most recent one I did was people are so fascinated by the origins of like internet and I won't talk about them. Mm -hmm. Um, because I just refuse. Uh, and um, they're like, why are they in this dimension? No comment. Uh, do they have a board of directors? No comment. Like, I don't, not, I'm not talking about any of this shit. Um, but I, because of so many people have tried to like nail them down and understand the lore, I did like a mildly trolly type of article where I went, I did a behind the scenes documentary run by victim. And then even in that documentary, they answer nothing. Uh, well, I will <laughs> and say- there's a scene. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. Oh, there's a scene that uh, the PR VP marketing type, uh, Mari McPherson, she is like, I don't understand where this this concept that Vikander Need fans have come up with, that Vikander Need has a political message. We do not have a political message. That's ridiculous. All we care about is making good media. And they're walking past a conference room, and through the conference room you can see some weird fucked up alien looking dude writing on a whiteboard all corporations are evil in caps and then she very quickly like pulls a curtain closed and on the curtain has a disclaimer that anyone's opinion within the conference room does not reflect Vikander Needs opinions just shit like that I was gonna say I you surprised me a little bit because like I didn't know much about this going in obviously that's sort of like the point of discovering SCP but I had like some very like uh like you know I've seen a couple of occasional posts from them on Twitter that sort of filtered into my feed from people sharing and I remember when I wrote something related to crypto you offered to like link it with something related to NFTs so I thought Vicander Need was going to be a company that was like all in on like corporate abuse but like to an absurd level with like anomalous shit but then like you know some of these logs were talking about like how you know like how bad capitalism is and stuff and they and you mentioned in your example like a lot of that sort of like all corporations are evil so it kind of seems more like they're a force of like corporate chaoticism than anything else mm-hmm. uh which yeah is, which um, very interesting I used and not them, what i was expecting yeah i use them in a very like complicated it's not complicated narratively but like that's why people are constantly asking me like what their goals are because i will like openly to have a character in them say something horrible about corporations or um, capital, you know, capitalism. But then they're talking about how they need to sell no more media and please sign up for our, you know, services or, you know, having a very like played straight uh, human resources, like thing that basically right. just ex- typifies all the things that are wrong with corporate resources. But then it's them being like satiric or is it, you know? And right. so uh, it's just a consistent, I can, I, in my opinion, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Anyone can do whatever the fuck they want. As long as there's like a bit of an edge to it, humor wise, and it's media related. And you know, Hey, if you can throw in some social commentary, that'd be good too. And it I've could just, just be something as simple as yeah, a themes rather than yeah. a big right. law. Yeah. I've and decided. it doesn't even have to be something specific. Like, uh, Cali Bull did one that's basically making fun of the idea of like corporate, um sitcoms right and it's called oh doug and it's just it's just (laughs) the darkest fucking thing ever um but it's patterned in this way that's very sitcom like and then when you read it in context you're like this is pretty fucking dark actually (laughs) 
I, I've decided because you said you don't want to confirm or deny anything that I can just say mm. my dog shit headcanon that just came into my head as a revelation from the Lord. Uh, and it's that Vikander is like a heart. I've decided, well, it doesn't matter which one's which, but of Vikander and Need, one of them is like on one end of the political spectrum and the other's on the other. And they're constantly <laughs> at battle for what the company is like about. And that is why it's so insane. That's what I've decided in my mind palace. I, I will definitely confirm that no character named Vikander or Need will ever fucking appear. No! You know what you know what you uh, should do? You should like have them like explore some ancient like corporate office and then they discover that Vikander and Need were like the names of office appliances the whole time. Well, well now it was a pencil sharpener. Yeah, it was just a pencil sharpener. Like they're like they're like dear gods. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, so it's not named after a person, but then who's in charge? And then it cuts to <laughs> and the other age, like puts like guns to the back of his head, like never has been. <laughs> I mean, that would like that would fit really well because most of the time my goal has been to like troll the foundation. Honestly, like yeah. I can just imagine the background. It's a mystery with no solution. Well, here's what I'm thinking. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, like in I a just business... think that there's like. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just thinking that like it would be it's fun to imagine the conversations between researchers where they have this like weird conglomeration of twenty seven different anomalies and they're going, What the fuck is going on here? And someone else being like, No idea. Well my just, I, I just no idea. I had this idea because like, you know, corporations are distinct legal entities that like are their own person in a weird way. So maybe it's almost Mm. like it's just it's like its own self-sustaining anomalous corporation and people just kind of get sucked into it uh, like its atmosphere and end up working there, like contributing in some way. Like it's just a concept itself that sort of (laughs) infiltrates the mind and tries to replicate the companies it sees. That would be an origin and it is verboten. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no! Like every time someone tries to come up with like, well, what if it's this? And I'm like, okay, hey. that's my theory then. Audience, it's my theory. Yep. That's not canon, but it's mine. Okay. Um, um, I even did an I even did an article where it's called Economic Migration, mm-hmm. where Vikander Need has a physical warehouse where they distribute physical media out of, which is funny in modern day. Um, and it constantly will like, just appear different places, and anyone within 500 feet uh, will become employees. Uh, <laughs> and then, like, the mayor and the, the local judge in a small town got absorbed, and they, like, run the warehouse. And it's it's just me That's just, so like, good. taking a wild shit on capitalism. <laughs> But, like, but see, like, at the beginning, before we read, I was like, oh, you know, people love to theorize when there's, like, stuff left open. Then, sure enough, by the end of the fucking one article we read, I'm like, oh, what if it's this? Oh, I'm soy-facing in yeah. my own theories. And, I mean, I just, it's just fun to, like, just decide that mm-hmm. there will never be lore. Like, and anything you want to say about victim is fine. It just has to be, you know, taken from like putting the pieces together. And I actually think they're fairly transparent, but I have people all the time being like, what is their motivation? And I'm like, really? Money. Read it again. <laughs> money, 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 money. We'll right. Do a little trolling. So I I think with that, it's time for some comment readings. Would you like to be around for them? We really have to read comments sure. from shitty viewers. Are you yeah. serious? And we have to do it quick because my dad gave me an ice cream to be nice, but it's already been here like 10 minutes and it's going to melt if we don't end this soon. Oh, yeah. So we got to do this. We have a video to record after this. I don't know. Yeah, well, you'll have to wait for my ice cream break. Smile. <laughs> um, so first off, I have a comment that was DM'd to me because Crocat said it kept getting deleted on YouTube. Okay, please so, read this exclusive uh, message. He said, hey, hopefully this isn't too late, but YouTube kept deleting my comments, so I'll just give it here. There's a Black Queen format about the ghost sign, and they talk about the different ghost signs across the multiverse. And, because it's not a spoiler, I'll also tell you that one of the Black Queens is a ghost sign. What's a ghost sign? I don't know what that is. No <laughs> and then they linked me http colon forward slash forward slash scp dash int dot wiki dot dot com forward slash ghost dash sign. Bug tan to let you guys read it, lol. I will not. Um, but thank you, you for did. but thank you for your comment. <laughs> Good Day says, an episode on the Black Queen, a nice experience, truly delightful, to see the group finally seen, while others find the sisters real frightful. To the group, I've now become keen. I think I think that was supposed to be like a bunch of different voices, but I couldn't be asked. I think it was like, no, it was the rhyming. Oh, it was the rhyme queen. Oh. 
Yeah, what's your opinion on Black Queen stuff, by the way, Gregory? That's what our last episode was on, so we'll have a lot of comments related to that, I imagine. Oh, I actually really like the Black Queen stuff, and I've started using her as part of a different project that I'm working on. Uh, based in Gregory Pilled. Uh, cutest, sweetest, Corgo <laughs> says, I was thinking on drawing little reactions, and Anomalous would be PNG tuber there on the background on the pewter. Oh my god, that'd be so good if Anomalous is down for it, just like putting up his own reactions to shit. That'd be actually so funny. That would uh, be pretty fucking great, yeah. And then Crowcat's comment is just, my comment has been deleted six times, and then him saying he'll DM me his comment. <laughs> <laughs> Um, King T Rex one hundred and one says, "I have good news and bad news. The good news is that I'm still working on the Book of Dengoth on World Anvil. I'm mostly doing world building articles to flesh out the world. This is no longer the DSCP comment section. This is now King T Rex's block, and we can't stop him." <laughs> The bad news is that I leave SCP Twitter for one week and absolute chaos erupts. We are not talking about that. Um, yeah. Shythalia says, The Black Queen, meeting your other versions from different timelines and even working together. Chess, a cutesy, cheerful character. Daddy issues, a grumpy character. Erm, is this Homestuck? I shoot you in the face and you die instantly. Is that all in the comment? Yeah. No, no, I added that last <laughs> part in response to them saying this is Homestuck. Uh, Lance says the way you guys talk to Anomalous is the same way Tony talks to Jarvis. That's what I mean. <laughs> I said this. Anomalous, bring up my hut. I, I was thinking it was more like Jamie on Joe Rogan. <laughs> Anomalous pulled the picture I've never of the bear. I've listened to oh, one God. Joe Rogan episode. This is a, a revelation. Darnell is a Rogan fan. I'm definitely not. I watched one episode <laughs> because my mom wanted me to watch it with her. It had something to do with, like, I don't know, but it was bizarre. Uh, Orchid Stream says, we've eaten woman on the podcast. I'm in danger. When did we I say don't that? even remember saying this. Me neither. I think, I think you... I, I, I assume we did us. say it, but I don't remember, which is a sign for how much shit gets said in your average <laughs> discovering SCP episodes. <laughs> Bruh. It's so true. I don't. That's like, okay. At the end of any episode, I have guests who'll be like, "Oh, maybe we should cut out that part of the conversation." I'm like, "What? I don't remember that happening." And it was like yeah. within minutes. Ah, <laughs> uh, zero moment. Uh, sorry. Uh, I haven't made the anime reference oh, no. in a while. I'm a little rusty. Hamilton says, "I mean, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead." Oh, I was gonna say if you're gonna reference anime, maybe you could reference like a better one, but it's cool. Let's get two of the comments. <laughs> I mean, I, I there are better anime out there, but I think Rezero is pretty good. I'm just saying. I'm just fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> going, now I, now I know how you feel every time I say I hate sarcasm. This is so sad. I've experienced yeah, my own medicine. Only there's a lot more rage. Uh. <laughs> uh, Hamilton says, I enjoyed the Doctor Strange movies. Smile. Uh, I assume in reference to the thumbnail that he decided to create of his own volition that is Doctor Strange themed. Uh, Comedy Man Kelp says, I'm like the Black Queen, but instead of trying to find our father, I've teamed up with my multiversal variants to brainstorm funny comments for each of our universe's versions of discovering SCP. Kind of weird that Earth 648 Comedy Man Kelp partakes in that because he's the host of DSCP in his universe, and every time he reads one of his own comments, he says, Man, I bet the guy who made this comment is really handsome. Is this like the world's greatest throwback to me doing that at the beginning of the podcast when, on episode one, or is this just like... A generic. I, think I it's don't a, know. a common factor in a the psychology factor. of DSCP affiliates. This so is a true. deep lore comment, right? In the very, very first episode, because literally no one knew who I was. I was just Tanoni's friend. I was like, "Wow, that Darnell guy sure sounds handsome." Because all the comments were like about Tan and SCP, <laughs> and laughs way too hard at his own joke. He does this every. Is this about me? What is this comedy man kelp? I'm sweating. I, now. I think it might be. This every episode. It's getting kind of annoying. I'm gonna cry. Yeah, Darnell, we meant to, well, I meant to talk about this. Yeah, we're Let's have replace... a conversation. We're gonna have a come to Jesus moment. We're right? doing a we're doing a merger with Simcrete and DSCP, except you're not gonna be in the merger. You're not being <laughs> let go. <laughs> Excellent news, Norman. Excellent. <laughs> However, <laughs> Andriana Renevo did another timestamp, but then they said. Uh, they're going to a wedding on their on their own, and they're not going to be doing timestamps anymore. They want us all to have fun and find gratification. Um, and then they said our success, like ours, is their success. But I don't know. That that was a little parasocial to me. But regardless, um, have fun. Uh, don't feel pressured to do timestamps. Thank you for interacting with our community, Andre. 
Quaker Button Nose 128 says, BLACKENED! In all caps, with many exclamation points. Um, average blackened fan. Guare Fernandez Emil says, I love the Black Queen GOI. It has my favorite GOI format style. Outside of that, I've always liked Blackened, and I didn't knew Tanhony was the person who wrote it. I wonder who the next guest is going to be. Darnell mentioned a lot previously yeah. that he wanted to have Grigory on the cast, so he's my guest. He's got to be underneath. <laughs> yeah. Other people try to guess it because I'm otherwise this comment will look weird. What'd you say? People try to guess all the time with our episodes, too. I'll, I'll like tease what the next subject is, and they'll be like, is it this? And then I have to be like, oh, uh, no, it's somebody else. Wari always gets it right, though. I'm sorry about that. I think I went to the, like, the fucking underneath for a second there. Oh, <laughs> it's like crapped out. The upside down, you mean? Yeah. Oh, that was my original creation, the underneath. The on London. <laughs> if, you missed, if you missed it, Wari just correctly predicted the guest for this episode. Wow, and I didn't, crazy. I didn't Who's leaking him. information? I didn't tell him. I actually didn't tell you him. You fucking, you must have let something I didn't, I didn't. I didn't. can't get away with it. On Twitter, I did say we still needed to have Grigory and Mars on and maybe other people well, I foregore, but I wasn't like Grigory's on You are a security risk. <laughs> I'm a security breach, am I right? Hashtag SCP. Gory just wrote his, their first uh, SCP. Yeah, and it's a fucking banger, yeah. and you should all go read it. We it read is. it on WriterBot, and we were like, wow, barely anything has to be changed. And then he almost got That's stuck really in good. this loop of, like, seeking more crit, and I was like, stop, post it, it's beautiful, please. Because yeah. that's like the the worst trap I think a new SCP writer can fall into is Welcome being so the nervous that they kept getting it crit, and then it becomes yeah. the most boring, generic thing of all time. Or you just, like, rewrite it based on someone's completely different opinion later yeah. on. And, and loses it, all your it, vision. It, it, yeah. Yeah, it's hard when you're, especially when you're starting out. For today's skip recommendation, I'd say 6425 Organ Rejection by Guare. Also, yesterday, I started to work on my second SCP. Spoilers, not really. It involves tapeworms. Ew. And then lastly, from our beloved editor, uh, cute, sweet, and anomalous writer, says, New app, let's go. And we're at the Blackened series. Wowza. Ah. And that's all the comments. Oh, yeah, new app. Well, thank you for coming on so freaking much, Grigory. It was awesome to finally have you. We plan to have you. I think we made a group chat in, like, what was it, February or January? And I was like, oh, yeah. we'll, we'll message you when we're ready. And then, like, I kind of, like, had – I didn't. I don't want to say breakdown because I didn't, like, have a mental health crisis over it, But we had so many people that kept telling me they wanted to be on that I kind of, like, panic spiraled and just stopped having guests uh, on for a bit. <laughs> and yeah, then I kind of I forgot for a while, and I'm really sorry. But uh, no, you're right. business, baby. Um, but yes, is there any last minute stuff you would like to plug or talk about before we close this out? Just, you know, uh, go out there and, uh, listen to Simply Creative People. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple and Google podcasts. It's on Stitcher. Uh, and it's got its own website on Anchor. So you can just search it, Anchor FM and Simply Creative People. It's the and, one you know, you, know about, you'll know about it. It's the one you the like thumbnail it? that's like two handsome dudes and one of them looks really stressed out and the other is like smiling at the camera. That's right. <laughs> you can't and, miss uh, it. Yeah, you know, if 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 you got y'all like it, then uh, spread it around, spread the word. Because, like you said, it's really part of it is really a purpose to try and like get new fans and make them realize oh, that yes. on-site oh, yeah. stuff is totally approachable. It's and, just fun fiction. And and if you go watch it right now for a limited time, and you um. And you comment about one of the episodes on Twitter, and at Gregory Carpin, he just might read the tweet. I probably would, especially with an at, yep. <laughs> yep. So think about that. If that doesn't motivate yeah. you, I don't know what will. The Gregory Carpin, creator of VKTM, among other SCP. Also, there was another one you wrote. Don't say what it's about, because we might read it in the future. But, like, 6,500 is a number I keep seeing thrown around. Was that you? Oh, we can't. You can't it is. Um, and that is something that I wrote with six other people. We can't read that on the show. It's 95,000 words long. Yeah, that's too many words for me. Uh, it's actually, a wonderful, wonderful thing. Podcast. That might have to be another three-parter, nope. like Site 19 or whatever. It would have to. It's it's much longer than. It, it, it it's impossible. You couldn't read it. Uh, I mean, it took like I think Exploring Series did seven, one hour plus videos. I don't about. I don't know if you are doing it on purpose, but you continuing to insist it's impossible just makes me want to do it more. 
So like, you better cut Maybe. that out there. <laughs> it would be quite a feat. Uh, I don't know. If, those were the olden days when we did a whole three part, six hour like thing for an SCP. I don't know if I have the strength anymore, but I would like to at some point. We were point so strong, day. but God, so strong then. We were so strong <laughs> until Tanhony Towers crumbled and our power weakened in the lore. Oh no. We need to get a new co-host and absorb their power. Yeah, we need a new co-host, and then we need to ritualistically sacrifice them. All right. Well, that's enough of that. Let's open, everyone. (laughs) Anyways, thanks for coming on again, uh, Grigory. And uh, to our audience, we will see you guys... Actually, no. No, wait. We're recording next week, but on the weekend of the 25th, there will be an episode that weekend, but but we won't record that weekend, so there won't be one the week after that. You'll have to decipher what, what I'm do. sorry. I, even I can't follow this, and I'm part of the okay. Yeah, could so, you diagram that? Can you re- so we we so record episodes week, on Sunday. This episode next week is this week that you're yes, listening to. This. We we record First episodes off, on Sunday, that. and then they come out next Saturday. So, so okay, so the so on the 25th know, there, there will be. Discover an SCP next guys are week. talking over each other. No one can understand any of this. It's very simple. There will not be an episode of Discover an SCP next week. No, that's not how it is at all. Well, Donnell, this is we're recording this now, but this is going to go out next week. Yes. So when I say next week, that's going to be two weeks from now. The the one the one that won't have an episode is July second. Wait, okay. Because (laughs) because the one that we record on the nineteenth Sunday will come out on the twenty fifth Saturday, but we won't record one on the twenty fifth Sunday. Why are we talking about it now then? I don't know. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye.